Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me back from this time, he's race fit. He's had his week off. Yes. JD, how are you? Unlike Pascal, I'm back and ready to race, race fit again. Yes. Well, you didn't have a big crash, did you? Not no. in the race of champions? You weren't in no, that? No, no. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get the call up this year. Uh, maybe next year, though. I think you must have got lost in the mail or something. Got probably caught in your spam box, <laughs> in <laughs> yeah. the inbox. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll be there next year. You'll be there next year? <laughs> no, that's nice. Um, it's good to have you back. Uh, big thank good you. Good to be back. A big thank you for Mitch for filling in last week. You did a great job, Mitch. Still effort, mate. Well done. Very much appreciate that. Um, now we're back to our traditional driver lineup or host lineup. Either, other. We're all drivers. We drive, we drive microphones. Yeah, drive these <laughs> microphones. Um, if my microphone is a bit off this week, it's my mic arm is broken and now I'm now carrying a um, three kilo microphone all episodes. So if it drops down behind, it's because my arm's getting tired and I'm a little girl. <laughs> yep. I said <laughs> that. <laughs> What a weekend. It was. Pretty a wet jam-packed. and rainy weekend. Yeah, a lot of weather problems and uh, caused a bit of mischief in both of them, really. It really did. Uh, in both the, of them, I should... Uh, in the, in, in Formula Tasmania. 1 uh, in, and, and also in uh, in the Virgin Australia supercars. Yes. Um, you didn't catch much of the Super 2s. No, I no. I tried didn't. to watch the Friday one, but it's on during work hours, so... I had to have my phone up against my computer screen at work because, you know, have to do work. You can't sit there and um, watch the V8s all day. I tried to. The boss left early, so shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good race on the Friday. Yeah, I, I managed to catch the the end of it, uh, the end of the race, which was a little bit disappointing to watch our mate Bryce um, have a little bit of a break lock up as he was making a passing move and lose quite a lot of positions, which uh, probably hindered him in caused a bit of an incident later on yeah well the braking issues is exactly what he was saying on the interview that we had with him yeah his car is under it has the issues in the braking yeah yeah so it's it's it was um good to see him putting in a strong effort and um, he qualified 12th i think with gary jacobson got excluded for failing to obey the red flags or something i'm not 100% sure he failed to um obey the red flags yeah, well, there was a red flag in qualifying. Bryce got affected by it as well. It, mm. So he, Bryce was on a hot lap, which was actually faster than the lap he ended up with. And um, when the red flag came out, he had to slow down, obviously, and uh, didn't get that lap, which uh, sort of cost him a little bit in qualifying, put him back in 12th. Then he was fighting uphill battle uh, with the fact that his car's not quite as strong as those cars around that track. And... Um, he was had good pace. He could stay with them and everything, but he just couldn't get past. And when he went for the lunge, it, it just like pinched a brake and couldn't stop it. At least he managed to get it off the wall because this is he'd obviously do this in turn four into the hairpin, tapped the wall. I think yeah, he tapped the um, wall or he definitely no, he got he it stopped. stopped. He stopped it. But had to yeah. let the whole field pretty much go past and then yeah, yeah pluck s- reverse and then and and head out again. Unfortunately, yeah, that's that's just. I think he ended up in sixteenth or seventeenth or something like that. Yeah, after that incident, which was. A, Bit of a shame, um, and then that put him back in the field for the, the the second race, which was obviously where the incident was. Yeah, the wet the next day. Yeah, and um, I mean that race was taken. Uh, Dumbrell took that race win. He had a pretty dominant weekend. Dumbrell, he's performing really good, but it's nice to see. Um, Todd Hazelwood was keeping him honest pretty much most of that race. Todd looks really strong this year. He looks like he stepped it up from last year. He's looking really, really good. 
the my pick out of all of the the um, development two drivers at the moment, but is is uh, Will Brown? Yeah, he's young Will great. Brown. He's, he's performing really well for his first year in there. I think he got a was it a third or a fourth on the he, Friday. He can pedal a car pretty well. Obviously, he got third in on other, Friday. Other categories and um, but to jump in the ring with uh, these cars are quite hard to drive compared to other other race categories. They're, mm. they're quite a heavy car, a lot of power. Um, it's just, it's it's hard to get him around the track, and he was doing a great job in the wet and in the dry. Mm. I mean, this would have been a very steep learning curve for a lot of the drivers in the conditions that they were racing in. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty treacherous out there over the weekend, um, main game and in Super Twos. So we'll um we'll talk about race two of the Super Twos. Yep. Um, we'll call it for me. Call it for it? No, I'm not gonna call it. But oh god, that was. That was sad to watch. First yeah, lap. Bit of gear torn up. Yeah. And I mean the BJR guys, they've they've had a shocking weekend. Um with Macaulay Jones got spun round. I can't remember everyone. I the only other people I remember was Bryce that got involved in it. Um but yeah, that was sort of a unlucky for Bryce. He really had nowhere to go. It's one of those tracks, um, it funnels down in there. They come off that corner and, and when in there when they're in the wet, I think that's turn three. They come around mm. in the bend in the straight. They're actually going quite quick. I think they're doing over two hundred k's an hour when they get around there, and in the wet they just aquaplane a little bit, get it offline, and bang, they're into the concrete. And once that happens, it's just a, a funnel. There's there's concrete on both sides. You've got twenty odd cars trying to funnel down through this this bit of tarmac that's only three cars wide, and mm. all of a sudden you've got a car that's sideways across it. It's it's just disaster, and we've seen that obviously in development series in uh, um, Super Twos, and also in the main game on yeah. the on the Saturday. Big problems, but it's that's just racing. There's nothing you can really do about it. The conditions were tough, but unfortunately, there was a lot of people that got dragged into these um, these crashes that probably didn't need to be there, and obviously we're trying to do the right thing. They're trying to slow down, then then you get hit from rear or whatever. It's just one of those things. There's not much you can do. Yeah. Um, I was watching that going, oh, I mean, we all know Bryce is getting a new car in Townsville and that's two rounds away. I think they got Phillip Island a break. Then they go to WA or they do Winton. I don't know their schedule, but either way, I know he's got a few more rounds and then he gets, they go to Townsville and then he gets his new car. Um, and part of me was going, well, Maybe in, instead of repairing this car, like, can the Kelly brothers give him a car? Can they take de- delivery of the new Altima early? Well, that all went out the window later in the day, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they tend to t- they tore up a few things on um on Rick's car as well. He was actually out for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, well, they're saying that chassis is never racing again. Yeah, which is pretty crazy because they can normally repair nearly anything. But obviously, um, it's more cost-effective to build a whole new chassis for Rick, mm. which is a bit of a shame because um, I think that other spare chassis might have been the chassis that Bryce might have been getting later in the year. Yeah, well, they were having to build. That's one of the reasons why they could only give two cars at the start was because they're still in. If they sold him the three cars straight up, then they had no spare. And they wanted to have a spare, and now, well, they've got no spare. Well, they were very conscious of that later in the week, and I heard Caruso on Sunday saying we we definitely don't want to tear up another car here because we're going to be in big trouble. Yeah, and it's the pecking order, and Rick's the first one in, so... Yeah. And it's a, a 
bit hard with the Nissans. Like, what would they do? Um, I mean, hypothetically, if they did ruin two cars and they couldn't get both of them built... Honestly, I do not know. They might hit up the development series right. to get one back. Hey, Matt, can we have our cars back just for a race? To be honest, it, yeah, I'd, I would say Shay Davies would probably lose his car. I don't know what they'd do, to be honest. They'd work around the clock, obviously, to build one car. Possibly could get done. I don't know. Two weeks, unless they've already got it on the jig. I mean, oh, it'd be hard press. I don't yeah. know if it could get done. There'd be a lot of boys and girls there missing Easter. I well, mean, there, there is a lot of boys and girls this year missing Easter. They've already said uh, all the staff members that had leave have all cancelled their leave. Mm. That's uh, something you got to think about. Like, it's not just a nine to five job working in these champions, like in these in supercars or in, in any motorsport. It's a really high commitment job. I've got a couple of mates that work as um, mechanics in, in race teams and stuff like that. And it, it is really high commitment stuff. It's, you know, big hours. You're pulling 70 hours a week on a short week up to 90 hours, you know, if not more. These, yeah. And it's they not, literally, all they do is eat, sleep, go to work. work. Yeah. And it's not one of those jobs that you're like, all right, weekend's here. Yeah. Party. You're like, weekend's here. Now we're going to the racetrack. Yeah. And we work extra overtime. I think what they, they used to say was, um, it was actually nice once the car was on the, in the trailer, because then they could uh, have a, maybe a day off mm. before they, or two days off before they had to fly out. That was the best rest time that they actually yeah, got. Yeah, they must like the big drive-away ones. Like when they yeah. go to Darwin, they're like, yeah, three days without the car. We can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm sure there's things around the factory that they can do, but it's yeah, it's not as... Yeah, it's not as... sweep the floors. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there's every, it's amazing how much work goes into these cars, you know, prepping doors, tearing skins off and mm, well, prepping there was spares. and the supercars website where they took a... Neil Compton did a tour of the... um. Kelly oh, factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nissan yeah, he one. showed you that they've got the full CNC machine where they basically make all their new parts. Yep. Um, they've also got a full livery, like sticker printing, which I think they also do um, the printings for series. the other cars yeah, and yeah. stuff as well, not just the Nissan. So, I mean, that's a way to branch out. Yeah. I always yeah. think about this, like triple eight guys, They've managed to turn a, and this works while they're being competitive, while everyone still wants to buy their chassis. But as soon as they're not quick, you know, they've got this whole investment in. We make all these chassis, we're selling it to all these teams. So, like, every second car is like a triple eight car. It's true. It is true. So, that's where they're getting a lot more of their, you know, I guess it's a bit more income as well. Yeah, yeah. As that's the second side of the, the business. Cost. I mean, that works great while, you know, you're winning championships and you're winning all these races until you're not. And you're not competitive, then it's really hard to sell your cars, isn't it? But yeah, a little bit sidetracked here. But um, yeah, so race two, very short. I think they did six laps. And that's another one I was surprised that they were offering points. But then again, Super 2s do points over the whole weekend. They're the ones that still do rounds. So you win Round the victory. round. Yeah. Dumbrell led home on that race with Todd Hazelwood and followed by LeBrock. And those, those Nissans were looking very strong. Yeah, um, Shay, Shay was a lot quicker this weekend. I, I did notice that he's obviously adapted a bit to the car. Maybe he's done a bit of work with the engineers and stuff like that. So he was a lot better than he was at Clipsal. Um, LeBrock's starting to look more at home too. Obviously, he got the first ever win for Nissan in the development series, which mm -hmm. was pretty crazy, uh, only second meeting in. So that's really good. Yeah, and for them to get their head around the cars that early. Uh, like it would yeah, be a big exactly. adapt. I mean, they would... Both driving Fords last year, were they? 
LeBrock was... Oh, LeBrock was racing for... Shea was, was driving a Ford as well, yes. Yeah, Yeah. well, LeBrock was with um, ProDrive. Yeah, and Shay did also do that that short stint with um, Erebus in the main game as yeah. well, driving yeah. a, a Holden. So, yeah, he must have that... Obviously, that Loco Energy drink is his personal backer. Yeah, yeah. Which is still on the car. Erebus. Yeah, yeah. But, I Sam, mean, that's... Which is kind of funny... I, I, off topic again. No, that's all right. We can go. Up um, Loco Energy. I've never seen that. Maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe it's a gym energy drink or something. And yeah, I'm a lazy bloke. To so be honest, a lot the of the, the time. like Loco <laughs> Energy. Never heard of it. Uh, Big Mate. Never heard of it. Go Getter. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Middies Electrical. Have heard of. <laughs> true. I do buy stuff from there. I am um, a lot. Um, but then Wilson Security, yeah, have heard of it. Wins, yeah, everyone's heard of them because they used to do the um, K- I was going to say Kmart Auto, but it was Kmart Auto. And then Wins, yeah, it's sponsored. Yeah. Wins has been in motorsport for a long time. They 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 backed off a little bit. We actually own a workshop and we use a lot of Wins products. Quite good stuff. Yeah, they're good quality. Um, Wins stubby callers. Yeah, they they're good. Josh Keane's uh, stubby calls that they, they do keep a beer quite cold. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, if you're looking for a good quality stubby caller, go out and get Keane's stubby caller. Not that he's been lighting the world on fire back there in 11th. That was in race and three. In an FGX. He, um, I'm, I'm, they've done a good job to rebuild that car. Yeah, I don't that know how much. crash in Adelaide. That would have been an expensive uh, little incident in Adelaide. Mm. He moved that concrete barrier so far. I know we've already covered it in another episode, but that was that was a pretty that pretty was a heavy hit. hit. Um, one of the FGXs that did set the field alight was Gary Jacobson. He is um, he found his up, pace again. Yeah, he just moved up through the field like this race, like for a track that's not the most passable. You really only got what around turn six and turn four to pass. I think he said he made over forty passes over the weekend, which um, he was quite happy with. He said it. Look, we we done to get where he finished over the, all the races. He said we've done the hard yards. We we've worked really hard to get there, uh, and it's really good practice for when he he's got an endurance drive actually, Gary. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's so, with Mostert, I think. Uh, I can't remember who which one of the the PR boys. One of the boys. PR guys. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's got an endurance drive, and he said it's really good for when I get to Bathurst to have this passing and stuff like that uh, behind, under his belt. Really good practice. Um. And to round out race four, LeBrock took it home in the Nissan. Um, Todd Hazelwood sort of struggled a bit at the end. He ran I think out of pace or his I reckon they must gone. have started with a bit higher pressures. Mm. Um, or maybe car balance as the fuel burnt off. Maybe maybe his car balance went out. But he definitely um, he was really strong at the start. And then that car, he was just dancing around towards the end. It ran out of tires. Maybe it was too hard on the throttle. I don't know. Mm. But it, it definitely ran out of grip, and he was struggling. And he did really, I think, really well to hold on to third. Yeah. Well, he, he did struggling. a good job. And Paul Dumbrell just pipped him for the round win. Um, Two points. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Yeah. It, um, Dumbrell's looking strong this year, but for the championship. He's really in a good strong. car. I know at the start, and I was very much going... Why the hell is Paul Dumbrell still in this series? And apparently, according to um, Rusty, 
a lot of people were tweeting him over the weekend, asking him the same question, you know. But I'm just using Paul Dumbrell as a measuring stick. You know, that's what he is. <laughs> well, that's exactly what... Uh, was it Bryce that said it when we did, interviewed yeah, him? Yeah, yeah he said yeah. it's good to have people like Paul Dumbrell in the field because if you can beat Paul Dumbrell... He's he's a he's a class driver. Like Paul he's Dumbrell a good would still do stick. well in the he's, main game. Yeah, he's still good enough to drive the main game. Um, so if you can beat him in development series, that's a pretty good sign for the teams to be looking at you. And also, endurance drives, yes, but maybe even a main game deal soon or enough. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it's which good I to wouldn't have be surprised like if Todd, the way he's going, I know it was still very early. We've only done what. By eight races or something with the Super Twos, but Todd's looking like he's someone that will or should get a main game drive. Uh, I think, yeah, up. I think there's a couple of drivers in there that probably deserve it, and Todd's definitely up there. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, he's still got, very early on he's in the got, season. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking previous seasons as well. So he's finally got a good car. Well, he had a good car last year. It was not too bad, but he's got a, a really good car this year, and he's showing what he can do now. Mm. It's really, really good. He's got the same spec car that Paul Dumbrell's got. Yep. VF. It's a triple eight built car, probably. Uh, yeah, they're all probably triple eight built cars. Uh, so Paul Dumbrell's running Jamie Wincup's car from last year. Yep. And the spec car, too. And um, Todd's actually running Craig Lowndes' car from last year. Ah, okay. Yep. Same so, car. So same, same spec car um, and both doing a great job. Just coming down to engineering and driver skill on the day. Move on to, uh, well, well, the Virgin Australia Supercars. Yeah, the main game. And then qualifying in the wet. I'm going to be honest, I didn't see qualifying. I know. It, no, qualifying was sad day. Yeah, you were out. I was mowing the lawns and then come back, was like, ah, shit. And then I turned on Foxtel, which we'll touch on Foxtel later. Um <laughs> Luckily, I could rewind as much as I could, and I got the last 10 seconds of qualifying. Well, to be honest, I got the good bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Scotty McLaughlin managed to take out pole there. It's quite a little good little battle going on between him and Fabs. I like it. Scotty doesn't seem happy, but I think there's something going on. Scotty was fine at the start of the weekend, and this is something we'll touch on after we touch on qualifying. qualifying. Um, Chaz, very racy. In yeah, qualifying. he's got his mojo back. Now he's back with his engineer. He's really looking a lot better this year. I think Frosty better look out because Chaz is definitely the PRA. Uh, he's the poster boy now. Yeah, he's the golden child at PRA. He's got the pace. He's a little bit more level-headed than he used to be too. So, yeah, admittedly, he did make mistakes this weekend, but he is going to be start to bloom again, I think. Shane was back up there again in third. Um, he was showing good pace through the weekend. The biggest surprising one was the Erebuses. Yeah. The two Erebuses, they were in the top ten with Davy Reynolds in fourth and Dale Wood in seventh. Which is really good for Wood. Uh, no, oh, it's really good for um, for Reynolds as well. It, it's um, really strong to see Erebus back up there. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Wincup probably wasn't happy. He was a little bit off uh, Shane's time, not too, too much. Only one tenth, but, still, but one tenth it, comes a little bit off. Three Short triple track. eight cars in, you know, in the top six. Yeah, yeah. Craig would have been a bit happier that he was back up, 
um, close to Jamie and uh, and to Shane again because he's been he was lacking in the last couple of meetings from them. Um, but yeah, and Dale Wood, that's one of the better efforts. This is the I've best seen weekend I've seen from Dale for a long at time, at least in qualifying. Yeah, and he was looking racy in one of the races, and then uh, no, sorry, it was the qualifying I was watching. Yeah, and then he he was just setting lap times and lap times, and yeah. I even messaged you during qualifying on the Sunday going, Dale Wood's looking really good. That's a, that is a, a quote that I never thought I'd say. It's true. It's true. He's copped a lot of hate in our, um, in our circle. <laughs> a circle of two. So, yeah, that, that's qualifying for the Saturday race, which, all right. Was a bit of a non-event. It was a non-event. Well, it was a big event. I mean, you were very lucky. You decided, no. Nah, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to go fishing instead of watching the race. I risked it for the best it. And the race gods were like, all right, JD, I'll let you catch up by only giving you a three-lap race. <laughs> yes, yes. I went out and we caught uh, on, well yeah. over 100 barramundi for the, the bag. Mat yes, out. it's on. true. The brag mat doesn't show very much because most of them were quite small. We won't talk about that. But we did have quite a good day's fishing. <laughs> And I Quantity managed to come over home. quality. We did it, we, that. That did come out on the day. Actually, we did talk about there was very much quantity over quality. And uh, I got back Sunday and uh, managed to watch two screens at once and catch up on everything. I was making great. sure that as soon as you got into reception, that you would get the messages and know exactly like <laughs> at least you'd know that Bryce crashed out and. Oh my God, you missed 12 cars of carnage. Like, <laughs> Well, you know what was quite funny? I've never, ever had reception on uh, a particular river that we're in as Mary River system in the Northern Territory. Uh, I've never had reception in Sampan, which is the creek off it, um, ever before. And we'd been fishing all day. I hadn't had turned my phone to flight mode or anything. It was probably about 8 o'clock, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night. We'd been in the water for 14 hours. And all of a sudden, my phone just started getting messages. <laughs> I couldn't send any, but it was you just get getting some. messages. And all I get is, Bryce has crashed out. Doesn't look good. Oh, massive crash in V8s. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> That's what worse. you get for leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was worse than not knowing anything. <laughs> well, to be honest, even watching the race live, you, we didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So yeah. I did get that gist after watching on Sunday, uh, even when they were talking pre-race and stuff, it was a very confused little weekend. The problem is, and this is something that I want to put a question to you right now, is we all know when free-to-air had the rights to the TV, like, so when Channel, in Australia, Channel 7 and Channel 10 pretty much fight over it because Channel 9 is just shit when it comes to motorsport. They're Channel 9, I don't think you're that interested either. No, nah, they're too busy on rugby. They, Yeah, and cricket. Yeah. Cricket's their, their That's love their child, and then the rugby is uh, another thing that they do well. Um, they even fuck up football. Channel 9. What, a AFL? AFL, when they have it, they're horrible at it. Channel Seven's very much more dedicated to yeah, AFL. Yeah, Channel 7 like it. Because uh, see, okay, this is very localised. Channel Nine's all like very New South Wales, and Channel Seven's very Victoria. So that's why. I find Channel 9 more Queensland. And Channel 7, Sydney. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's why they do Sunrise and everything and in Sydney. I guess all I, their news... I only watch Channel 7 when the footy's on, so I'm only seeing Victoria. Yeah, like stuff. all their news seems to be circled around. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is quite funny. 
It, this is something that a lot of people from down south don't Probably get. don't understand. Because but like, we only get two local we got news. We've two local. we got ABC and Channel 9. Yeah, They're the Channel only 9 ones do are quite local. a good job for our local news. Very, this very is good. way off topic. <laughs> I'm sure you're all listening to find out about our news. But um, Channel 7 and Channel 10, we basically miles or not watch the news because it's all about who crashed Channel the car t- and what freeway. And yeah, yeah, like freeways. <laughs> what are freeways? We are, In the Northern Territory, we only got a freeway that's got fucking like... <laughs> Five well, traffic lights all over it. I'm like, I don't think you understand what a freeway is. Yeah. We only got and one it's of four them lanes wide. And that's like only two lanes in each direction. Yeah, we only got one <laughs> of them about th- two years ago. <laughs> um, so what were we talking we, about, uh, racing? Okay, okay. Yeah, here's my question. When Channel 7 had the V8 supercars, they wanted the races in the afternoon to lead into the news programs. It was, and they were pushing him very much, they and were I trying did not to get, like that. Yeah. We've still got that mentality. Like, there's still, like, these Saturday races, and this is why we can't see anything about this crash because the sun's coming down, the spray's going up. They wanted these afternoon races. Well, Foxtel now do 99% of the broadcasting. So, well, no, they don't, Foxtel do 100% of the broadcasting. Oh, yeah, yeah, Channel but I mean, like, Channel 10 pick it, up, 10 pick it up every now and then. But, yep. you know, 99% of the broadcast is on Foxtel, and if yeah, you no, want to watch it, you need to do that. I agree. Why are we doing these afternoon races when Foxhell don't have a news program or anything else they need to lead into? Would you... Is that the prime viewing time in general, Bob? Is it a statistic that we probably need to look at? Why can't we do midday? Why can't we do lunchtime races and then we don't have these time certain races? I I feel that they did... It's not just for TV numbers. It's also for trying to keep people at the track. So I know with like from go-karts and stuff like they'd normally try and schedule the biggest event. So like the biggest premier class, most carts, best drivers, whatever, last so that people would hang around and watch the race. Mm. Because if, you know, your son finished it at lunchtime and he was in the biggest class, a lot of people pack up up and go home. Yeah, I guess it is a bit like that, but... I mean, I remember when it was like that up in Darwin, going on the um, sad day with my old man. We'd go watch the V8s. And as soon as the V8s used to finish at like 2 o'clock. Yeah, 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 exactly. Everyone yeah. packs up and goes. And then you've still got like Crew six or seven yeah. support cards, like yeah. support races going on. Yeah, exactly. We used to stay and watch it because we're like, you know, Mad racing. Yeah, yeah, let's go. But I just think if we did these races earlier we don't have the news to run into we don't have another we're not trying to piggyback off the viewers going into the next program can we do them a bit earlier because then we're not so much restricted with these time certainty races yeah well it is it's a big thing i don't think there's a real proper answer for either because time certain is a is a big thing for tv rights tv schedules well the time certain really for this the only reason why is because of it got too dark yeah, I don't think you're going to get away with it because I think they're always going to want to put the premier event last on the, maybe last or second last. They're not going to want to push it halfway through the day. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real hard one. Like I don't think there's a a silver bullet for it. I just think it is what it is, and we've sort of got to cop it on the chin. It's just what it is. Maybe delay it till Sunday and have a really busy Sunday and drop a support category. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, support categories out there. That's right. You've got I'm very, 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 very sorry. 
um, you deserve to be out there just as much as they do, but unfortunately, people aren't watching. Uh, okay, well, then, did you support what Russell Ingalls said, where it said that race should have been just abandoned and rerun on the Sunday morning? Yeah, that's that's what I think. It should have been abandoned. I think it was a bit of a farce that they tried to run it again. Oh, that was stupid when they... And we haven't even touched on the incident, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we're um, dancing around the we're incident. We're dancing around We've it. been dancing around since we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that they started to... They, they're like, oh, we... I don't know who in cams was like, we have to finish this race. Like, it was... Well, I'm looking at... I had the time in Tasmania, which turns out half an hour difference. Daylight Savings is finished now. Um, I had that on the my one of my screens next to the live timing, and I'm looking at what their time certainty was, and I'm messaging Mitch going, um, I don't even know why they're getting in their cars, because Mitch is like, oh, they're getting in the cars, they're going to go. I'm like, yeah, but they've literally got two minutes plus one lap. I'm like, okay, granted, it's Tasmania, so you're probably going to get, what, three laps at race pace? Yeah. But they're not going to start. They, you know, they start on the safety car. Why did they drive around for two laps on the safety car and then go, all right, you guys get the checkered flag? Yeah, no, it's um, just ill man, ill managed. That it was, yeah, it was just funny. It's just stupid, really. And, and apparently, according to camps, that justified as a race. Yeah, four laps. I think the sometimes says. sometimes we look at the rule book too much, and like I know we have to run by the rules, but I think sometimes we look at the rules and go, no, nah, it fits the it fits the fits the rule. That's it. It's like you got to take common sense in mm. every now and then. Go, hang in a second. One, we're not giving anyone, we're not making anyone happy because we're not putting on a show, and that's what Gary, V8 is. Gary Rogers was not happy, and see, this is something you would have missed by catching a hundred fish. Um, you missed all the awkward dead air when. You've got Scafi and Crompto and the commentary team trying to read through all their books. And, like, there's only... They pretty much were on air for an hour and a half, I think. Yeah. There's only so many times you can replay the accident and try and go, oh, well, this happened here and this caused this. And, I, you know, they were running out of things to talk about. And they'll, then they were like, oh, we're going to start the race again. And um, Scafi's going, well, no, according to section yada, 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 you a race can't be unless it's done fifty percent of race distance. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm no rocket scientist, but four out of fifty is not fifty percent. Yeah. Um and when there was all this talk about awarding points, I mean we're both triple eight fans and triple eight got a one, two, three, but I was I um I messaged a few people just hashtag not my race. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, that, that wasn't a race that was stupid. And I watched the press conference. Yeah. And I know that we're not the greatest interviewers or people asking questions and stuff like that, but we could have done a better job than the two people that asked questions that just pissed off Shane. Shane got really annoyed at there. They were basically trying to get, they wanted Shane to say, I wanted points. And Shane was like, and all the Triple Eight boys up there too were going, no one here is celebrating. You know, yeah. we're, not, we're not running home to show people the trophy I got for this race. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, that was a, the hollowest victory you could probably ever have. Yep. Yep. And 
those three have won a lot of races. They would know what it feels like to win a race. Maybe if it had been someone that's never won a race before, they probably would have got excited. But those three have they've done their time at, at feeling that um, great exhilaration of winning a race, and that would not have felt good to them. There was only one and a half laps under green flag for that race. Like it yeah. wasn't. Oh, technically, the last two turns were under. And you've got to think flag, people like Jamie Wincup would have known that Will was in pretty bad way, and he was on his way to hospital. Yeah. And stuff like that. The, the, these guys do have hearts and also brains. They would have known how bad this is for a lot of the V8 community. This has been a pretty um, pretty bad weekend. It's it's put a big dent in a lot of budgets that maybe were tight already. There was, would Crompo say, over $5 million worth of cars in yeah. that parlor? Yeah. So we'll, we'll try and jump onto the parlor. I mean, we're not going to talk about who hit who and did what. It was, it was Fabian's fault. It was an fault. incident. <laughs> <laughs> it was Fabian's fault and he got ducked 35 points for it. He did. He and did. then Ryan's story goes, oh, I don't think the punishment fitted the crime. I'm I like, know. I was like, um, ooh. You wrote off. <laughs> Four cars could not continue. 12 cars got taken out of the race. And you're like, oh, 35 points. That's not that. I mean, Todd Kelly's got a 35-point penalty for, I think he took one car out. And it wasn't even written off for the weekend. Yeah, it was. Um, it was pretty rough. What do you think? Do you think it was Fabian's fault, or do you oh, think it's very hard in those conditions? I, I can understand what Ryan's saying. It was. It was a bit of a rough. Because Fabian's issue was really with Rick. Yeah, it was. That was their incident. Yeah, they, they got tangled up. You know, Rick ended up in the wall, and then the rest was. Well, it wasn't. Fabian, like, yeah, because Fabian bumped, this is me going, we're not going to discuss the accident. Um, Fabian bumped Rick into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Caused a lot of damage already to the car. And Rick said, once soon as we hit that, we were, we're in limp home mode. Yeah, yeah. And so his slowed. There was that much spray. And because we're doing these races at dumb times, the sun's coming down. And you can see on all the camera, and I will link the vi- the, the whole race. The highlights is basically the whole race um, <laughs> in the show notes. So if you haven't seen it, Fabian bumped Rick into the wall. Rick slowed down. Then I think it was my Waters tapped Tanda after that because they sort of all got out of the way for Rick. Touching Tanda, span Tanda. Waters got away with it. And I was, at that time, I'll be honest, I was thinking, it's bloody Ford's fault. <laughs> you know, I think Waters, you know, now I had time to calm down. He wasn't at fault. Um, no, I think it was a bit of an incident for everyone, really. It just it I escalated a lot faster. Well, the reason why he only got, you know, Fabian only got the 35 is because he didn't give Rick racing room. And yeah. that's that's the penalty. And then that caused 12 cars to be put into a wall. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's just one of those things. I think there was not much we could have done about, or anyone could have done about it. They were all trying pretty hard. They're all pushing in conditions that were not really suited to racing, but good on them for going out there anyway. I think it's something sometimes... I hope this doesn't scare people away from... Wet racing? Yeah, yeah, from, oh, we're just going to sit on our hands and we won't race because it's wet. I, I hope it doesn't because this is... This is an incident that happened 
Yeah, someone got I, hurt as well. I, it's really I hard to say. I don't think it was because it was wet. I think wet played a little bit into it. I think wet pretty much caused it. <laughs> <laughs> but if Fabian didn't squeeze Rick... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but then I, I, I mean, that would have been a small incident. And then people would have been able to miss Rick. But because it was so wet with the spray and also not being able to see. change direction... Because mm. they're already grip limited, like they're all skating around out there, basically unable to do anything with the cars. They're just literally dancing the cars around the track, and then all of a sudden the car and pops up in front of you, two hundred meters up the road, pretty much stopped, and you're doing, say, a hundred and fifty. There's not much you can do about it. You're gonna hit it. <laughs> um, and some someone some that did really well was Lee, Lee. Holdsworth. <laughs> I was like, how the hell have you did seen Lee the replay of Charlie Swalt? He's like, yes, yes, that Finally. car didn't get hit. Finally, we made it Lee- through a crash without <laughs> Lee actually said, he's like, well, I saw Garth get turned around and then he saw um, Kelly, Rick get turned around as well and everything started unfolding. He's like, I just got off the loud pedal. Yeah, he did a really good job. Best job um, out of all of them, actually. Courtney went around. Lee. Oh, poor. Courtney, Courtney. would have got through with it if it wasn't for Taz Douglas. Taz. Taz, mate, what did you do? Yeah, Taz, man. You were on the loud pedal way too long. Yeah. Way too long. Like, Courtney was in front of you, pretty much stopped, and you were still in the gas. Nine Gs. That's the force that James got pushed forward. Was it nine or three? Five, 5.8 or something like that. They said it was harder. It was a bigger acceleration than a Formula One car. Yeah. And then Formula One cars only hit six Gs or something. Just under six Gs when they're braking. Oh, whatever. Nine sounds better. Either way. (laughs) It was a lot more than what you expected. Okay, Donald Trump over here. It was huge. It's huge. (laughs) Um, Alternative facts. (laughs) Yeah. Alternative news over here. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got a war about to happen. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, fine. <laughs> I don't know if you read uh, It's completely off topic, <laughs> but apparently Darwin is the place to go if um, a war does break out in Australia. It's apparently good for doomsday. Why is that? Because <laughs> we get lots of water. And it's true, we do get lots of water. You know, we got lots of fresh water here. I mean... It's always, this is another completely off topic. <laughs> Down south, you guys whinge like, oh no, we've got a hundred mil. What are we going to do? And then we can get like we got thousand mil, mil in a... We got 300 mil, uh, not this year, a couple of years ago in two days. Yeah. This year we, we got... In one year we got 1700 mil when we had a cyclone form over us. Well, we're, we're over two meters so far this year is wet. And... Um, we, only we had like nearly another 20 mil to break the record of the wettest wet. We had 200 mil, uh, this is not actually that long ago, about a month ago, in one day. It was yeah. 187 mil, I think, at the airport. And we've also got another cyclone coming tomorrow. So, <laughs> yay, more rain. By the way, if you wanted a weather <laughs> report from down, being a fisherman, you got to learn these yeah. things. you gotta know, you got to keep an eye on this it's shit. It's not a good time to go fishing. <laughs> um, anyway, so lots of cars got written off. Water, yeah, water. That's where water, we're water, water. Rain, onto the rain. rain. <laughs> ah, Tasmania can't handle their shit. 
<laughs> it is a list to go through on the results. Taz DNF, Douglas, DNF, 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 DNF. Oh, DNF. yeah, and we have touched on this. Will Davison, you know, thoughts yep. go out to him. Yeah, get, get well, well soon, soon mate. Hopefully you can make it back for Phillip Island. Um, hopefully Techno can get a car. Well, yeah, well, there's, there is some seriously big problems. Um, I hope Will is okay because the way people were talking was not good, um, especially when Jamie was saying he's 50-50 for the next round, which is not great. Uh, that must mean he's in some real strife. Something a lot of the drivers all said, though, was, you know, full credit to these cars. How yeah. How strong they are. Like, you know, yes, Will's in hospital, but... I think... He's... he's, he's, he's here's the thing. You can see this with my claw hands. He's quotating he's, over he's, here. He's all right. Like, you know, he's going to live. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it's... His career's not over or anything, yeah. but... But you go, these, what, the, that crash, it's huge. He had something like, listen, this could be alternative facts again, something like 50 Gs or something of his impact or a lot of Gs. Yeah. It's something that you actually were talking about earlier before we were, went on air. Uh, Scotty, come. He, he's basically oh, made yeah. a statement that he thinks drivers should have more um, pull with... The track deciding, yeah, yeah track, like deciding whether the track's ready to. They're race They're the best or not. ones to go. Is it safe? Exactly. They're the ones that have to drive around in it. Exactly. So, so what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think yeah, I'm all for it. It's the same with Formula One. You hear, so Formula One's a bit better publicised. With we've we've, oh, we've bashed on about this before. V8s, please pick up your game with radio. Oh, it's hopeless. Don't hate, talk over don't, yeah. it. And really focus on it. Have people dedicated just listening to the radios and play the good stuff like Formula One does. Yeah, I don't Formula care One's if delayed. it's a lap, you know, yeah. if it is delayed. But Crompo and Scafi, I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> please yeah, don't talk don't over the radio. I don't think it's Crompo and Scafi's fault. I think it's producers' fault, to be honest. They're not getting it up properly for them and stuff like that. It it comes through in spits and spats, and it's not good radio. There's it's a lot of times where it goes, oh, there's the radio playing, and you don't hear anything? Nothing comes out. Nothing yeah, comes out? It's like, oh, what? You're just like, oh, shit, there you go. Listen to them. I think if it was better stuff coming through and it was more controlled, I think Compro and Scafi could do a really good job with it. I think they'd do very much like Formula One. Hang on, we've got radio coming through. Oh, yep, and, uh, and then they could talk about it. Mm. At the moment, it's sporadic. If they pause, sometimes nothing comes through. It's just, it's just not, it's not good. Um, so it's something they need to pick up. Circling back now, um, Formula One does it a lot. So when they're out doing the the safety car starts, so when they're out circulating behind the safety car, behind the safety car, and you'll start hearing one driver goes, "We're ready to go here, Charlie. Let us go. Next car. Yep." Max will be on the th- phone going, let's get this race going. Why are we not going? And you're just starting getting more and more drivers. That's a really good sign that the drivers think it's safe to go. Mm. Um, you will get the odd skewed view. Like our car's really strong in the wet. Their cars aren't. Maybe I think we can make some ground here. We yeah, can make and you some will get some drivers while the sun's like, not you know. shining. <laughs> Do a little bit of going, oh, no, it's too wet here. It's too wet. You know, when we can't not go yet because yep. they just can't do it. Yeah, so it, it, you will have to filter some of that out. But I think you do have to listen to the drivers and get a real gauge on what everyone's doing. All right. Quickly on to race four. 
Well, the Shell powered. Yeah, the they're, they're starting powered to racing team is on to, it again. Yeah, they're starting to prove this is no little no fluke. Fluke that they've been fast at the last two race meetings. They've got some serious car pace. Something that I noticed from this race was FPR threw away yeah. positions. Yeah, it's true. They did um, have dramas and um Mostert did blame himself and he's pretty pissed off over it. He threw away that race win. Yep. Um, he came off, and God, when you see him come off around turns six and seven, how long it took him to get back up yeah. onto the track, onto speed and stuff like that. You just he like lost like seven positions. Yeah, it's I think he went, went down to seventh or eighth. Yeah. Um, my biggest takeaway was Lowndes is looking very racy, look like the Lowndes of He's old. He's looking aggressive again too, uh, which was nice. Well, we. <laughs> we'll it, it's going to be touched on. Uh, actually, Philip, we were talking about before. They haven't even come back with the decision, decision over the waters and lounge incident. Yeah, and there was another incident. I can't remember who it was. Um, it Wood. was. Was it Wood? Um, no, Nick Perkat and um, Todd Kelly. Yeah. Okay. So there's two incidents that the officials still have to uh, evaluate, but All they're not going to do that. All other incidents got deemed. No need. Yeah. So they're going to evaluate that when they get to Phillip Isle. I'm not sure whether they just want all the officials back together or whatnot, get the driver's views. Maybe there's something happening. I don't, I'm not sure what's the, the, the deal there. Normally it'd be resolved by now. But Lowndes looked aggressive again. Yeah, what's your take on the waters incident? Do you I, think I it love was it. like, mate, you push him out in the water? What's a little bump and run between friends? I, I love it. I think it's... I don't think we should be encouraging bump and runs, but I do think we should be encouraging a little bit of return serve. Yeah, so I mean, Lance wouldn't have bump and run him if he didn't get pushed into the water. Yeah, I, I think we've got to not take that. Lance didn't do anything silly. He didn't he didn't shaft him into the, the gravel trap or anything. Lance just made him make the decision of, well, I'm up the inside now. He gave him a little tap. Made just him a bit do of Morse code, like, I'm here. Get them a little bit sideways. Um, they all do it all the time, to be honest. We don't pick See, up so on many. It all you're the time. like, what bump and run? You're like, yeah, you just can't actually like hit them, push them out, and then go. Yeah, and he just unsettled the car a little bit, and I think it was just a little bit game gamesmanship from just before. I don't think Lowndes would have done it if he hadn't have been forced out, because you could see Waters edge right. Waters was nearly on the waterline. Mm when he should have been sticking to the dry part of the track, but he was just edging Lowndes out into where it was really bad. Oh, there was like three car widths on the other side. I mean, and he didn't do technically anything No, he wrong. left him racing room, but he just fed him out into the stuff, and Lowndes then like did it. return serve. He uh, he gave him a little bump, and then he fed him onto the, the marbles and the wet stuff on the outside. And then and he was looking very aggressive. Like, Lowndes was looking aggressive against Wind Cup. He was. He, to the he point that I thought... Yeah, I thought Wind Cup was like, because Shane did a very smart thing when Lowndes was on pace and pretty much just let him go past turn three. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, Shane got the 15 second time penalty, which I, I'm 50 50 on. Kelly did lock up going into that the hairpin. Yeah. It was a bit, you know, what are you going to do? But either way, got the 15 second time penalty. Can't do yeah, it. Yeah, it was quite funny that because they, they've, they've employed the same rules that um, Formula One have this year. Sort of, unless someone's at 100% fault, 
they weren't really going to implement penalties. And that's why I thought, I might, if, you know, if Kelly didn't lock up and, you know, Shane hit him, fair enough. But you did lock up, you sort of span a bit. But either either, that was the race. Shane did a very good job to, I think he finished ninth overall. Yeah, ninth overall. So he's still leading the championship by 20 points. Um, but strong. Fabian is looking strong, and dare I say it, stronger than Scotty? Yeah, I think Scotty hasn't had much go his way so far this year, so I think, look out, Fabs, I think he can come back and be quite quite strong and quite good. We're going to have a um, quite a good championship this year, I yes. reckon. It's not going to be one or two. Although, last year's championship was actually quite good as well. Oh, yeah, I loved it. We had, well, y- you had... Basically, for a while there, you had four triple eight cars doing quite well. Mm. Plus, um, who else was in the mix? There was someone else in the mix. Scotty, Scotty was up there a bit. Yeah, Scotty. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, this is starting to look like it could be a good championship. They got this could be a four couple of te- yeah. We got a couple of teams really fighting for it, and uh, we're only early in the year as well. So, some other people could this join the fight as well. Well, Shell V Power are leading the constructors championship. Yeah, it's really team? strong effort. Are they team or constructors in Pont Vs? Team championship. Team I championship. Because yeah, not really constructors. But we've talked about the V8s for a while now, um, and we still have Formula a One. Whole Formula One to go into. So jumping into Formula One, smog. Bing. Smog. Mate, my helicopter can't land. What no. are we going to do? Uh, we're just going to move some surgeons around, and we'll be fine. Yeah. So if you don't know about <laughs> that. Um, FP1 and FP2 were pretty much cancelled. FP1 got very much delayed. FP2 was a non-event. It was exciting TV watching. I Honestly, I watched the whole FP2 and I was like, when is it going to start? When I feel sorry start? for your wife. Yeah. Having to sit there and watch Darth Vader on the screen. Darth Vader, Sith Lord. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, that is great and good on the FOM for it. Uh, we're going to post that on our Facebook page. That is yeah. fantastic. It's um, one of the best things. He put on a great show, to be honest. Darth, if you can just come to every event when there's a little bit of a stoppage, just come out and do your hand movement to control and strangle whoever, maybe the cameraman was getting strangled. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, he should probably go to um, Christian Horner and be like, your lack of peace is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> he is wearing a Red Bull shirt. It is true. And, um, but um, yeah, just he, the he on-screen. He has the Ferrari-coloured uh, uh, lightsaber there as well. <laughs> mm. Well, red one, it's, that's Darth Vader's thing. I know, I know. But, yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's, um, it, I mean, it was good. And there was something else I haven't seen. Did you see the the fans with Sebastian Vettel and there's V-E-T-T-E-E and like then they cut to Vettel in the car and he does a little like no you need an L (laughs) and then they cut back to them and they've replaced it with an L and then they cut back to Sebastian and then he does the okay symbol and then the crowd goes yeah (laughs) Um, if I find that video if the FOM hasn't taken it down I'll put it up FOM, please stop doing stop this. Stop taking down all these videos. This is free publicity. People want to watch this stuff. It's they funny. They take them down all the time. That's why I'm using these weird websites to host the videos. Um, so, but the FOM is getting better at videos oh, and stuff. I agree. It, the FOM has come a long way since uh, we since no like longer what? have... Co- the Sith Lord, Darth Vader. I mean, <laughs> Bernie, Bernie Eggleston. Yeah, Bernie's gone. Well, okay. There's not too much to talk about other than it was... Pretty dismal weather, smog. Uh, qualifying was uh, not so good for Max. He had a 
engine problem, which was, uh, to begin with, I thought it was an actual engine problem, but it was a software problem. Mm. They managed to sort that out for race day. Oh, the old mate hero, um, Antonio Giovinazzi, that yes. was hero in Australia. Hero to zero. Zero crashed out. Yes, he, he cost Sabah a little bit of money this weekend. That's really easy to do on that turn. I do it all the time in F, um, F1 2015. Yeah, uh, he got caught out and... Um, I just get on the gas too early. That's my problem. Two times on the same little bit of road too. Yeah, and it was really odd, like, jumping to the race, watching his crash highlights. You go, and he, this caught the commentators out too. Um, Marcus he Ericsson. Swerved. Marcus Ericsson goes out on the AstroTurf and sort of does a little wobble and almost loses it. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, and this is where he hits it. And then the other server plows into the wall. It's like, yeah, oh, you, no, you that think, was the wrong one. <laughs> you, you think it's him because he's on the Astro and then all of a sudden, nope, he was not that far on the Astro. He just sort of did a bit of a swerve jig and aquaplaned and then it was all over. Yeah. Um, what, so, did you, what did you think? Sorry. No, no, you go on. Uh, what did you think, Michael, of uh, Alonso's uh, sort of self, uh, what do you call Promotion. It? Promotion, yeah. Look how good I'm doing, everybody. <laughs> everybody, come look how good I look. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Martin Brundle. This is all he can do at the moment, <laughs> isn't it? Um, what did he say? He said... There was something... It was, I was watching a live feed of on Reddit. It's really good. If you guys do go to it, go to reddit.com forward slash uh, Formula One um, during the race, and there'll be a live feed. It's a, a group of moderators that will post up... Um, all team radios, um, who's pitting, who's out, um, all the information that you need throughout the race that not all the commentators will talk about. Um, and there, yeah, Alonso was told Saints is the fastest on track. And then Alonso goes, yeah, but I am the fastest in the corners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, right. What did he say? I'm driving like an animal. Oh, yeah, qualifying. I'm driving like an animal. That's a video as well. If I find that, I'll put that in um, uh, show notes. He really is driving the wheels off that car. Bar. He has to. He's dragged it that so far up the field. That car's a piece of shit. He's dragged it so far up the field a couple of times now. And it's, it's his skills. He definitely hasn't lost it. And a big shout out to hasmclarenbrokendown.com. Yes, they have. This yeah. gets updated live throughout the race. Um, if you go to it right now, it says, It's a full house. Drive shaft failure for Alonso. Breakdown on the 17, uh, 2007... April 9th. 2017. That's the one. Um, China, they've had 11 breakdowns this year. It's Formula One's most reliably unreliable car. It is true. They are pretty unreliable. Poor Stoffel's not getting many laps under his belt at the moment. No. Well, he had a fuel issue as well. Again. Yeah. Fuel pump issue. Lost fuel pressure. Had to limp it back. They're not having a good run. Honda, pick up the game, please, quickly. Well, Honda keep... Talking about oh we're we're in talk of a you know another car another team to supply their engines I'm like yes who uh Sauber how much money are they going to give Sauber I think they're just maybe not going to charge them very much for engines here's free engines <laughs> yeah it's free engines for a year there's 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 talk that basically maybe with more engines out there there'll be more failures yes but there'll be faster development. So mm. that, that is one. I wonder. can kind of get that, but yeah. I mean, like, Sauber using Ferraris. 
Yeah, I would not be going away from a you're Ferrari. The, you're the head of Sauber, right? Yeah, I would. And you're paying to get Ferrari engines. Would you go, all right, we'll get some heavily discounted Honda engines? Or are you going to be like, oh, let's stick with a proven, you know. Yeah, look, it, it it would obviously depend on my financial position. I mean, if Sauber I could afford. A, Sauber is a team that's done some weird decisions. And this is another off-topic thing. Um, remember Gio? Gio from last year? Vandegaard? Oh, Vandegaard? Yeah. 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 Well, there was a post up there going, oh, I think Formula One posted something like, who would be your pick a driver for the, you know, if you could choose one driver, who would it be? And Gio Vandegaard posted up going, can I pick three? Do you remember last year in Melbourne? Yeah, where they no, had the I three? remember. Yeah, that was a good little jab. No, you yeah. don't find it as funny as I did? Yeah, it, is, it was quite an awkward one for them where they decided they would take three people's money. Yeah, and only give two drivers. Yeah. So Sauber's got a track record of doing dumb stuff, so maybe they will go to Honda. Maybe, maybe I would probably stay, s- stay really far Ferrari. away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at that Honda. Mm, yeah, that's Especially that's... after like you get, um, uh, Red Bull are going to be pretty thankful that they were blocked by Ron Dennis from getting Honda engines because Honda, they wanted the Honda engine when they had the fight. Oh, when they were, yeah, they're when having they, their divorce. And they their divorce and... and then Ron Dennis come out and said, no one can have Honda engines apart from us because Honda engines are going to be what wins us the world championship. <laughs> We want the advantage, and we don't want you know any what? of they the can other teams to have it. They've got a real Keep good it. advantage. Yeah, have that I'm advantage. I'm not sure what it is, but maybe it's the they can use fuel faster to make less power to <laughs> um, cut down on weight and then save later in the race. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have all the facts, but they've they've got it, and they can keep it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone's fighting them for Honda engines right now. <laughs> no. Um, all right. We're running very long. I think McLaren's maybe fighting to not have on engines. <laughs> right yeah, about I know. Now. There's all this talk about going. You know, they mid-season they were going to change. I'm like, that can't happen. There's too much. There's, there's a lot of development yeah. done through that. Um. Anyway, back Max. How great was Max in the race? Unbelievable. I mean, we'll just he quickly really, run through this race. Yeah, he really did uh, deserve driver of the day. He had a great race. And if you tell me you can't pass in Formula One now. Tell that to Max because he doesn't believe it. He just went out there he and finds got grip it. where there is none in these I think weird he's a conditions. Bit more um, reckless, ballsy, balls of steel. Mate, I was so when I was reckless too when I was nineteen. I think nothing could hurt me then. <laughs> I think when he like he'll make dive passes, and I think he relies on the fact that okay, I'm behind the car. I've got no feeling. I've got no. Uh, I've got no steering, and I my brakes. I can't brake as close to them and stuff like that. But he knows once he pulls out into the clean air, it's he's gonna have him. that. But yeah, he uh, he I think he he does really risk it a little bit more than maybe some of the other drivers, and it's been paying off, and it's been making him look amazing. Look great. Yeah. Like, all right. So we had um, Giovinazzi put into the wall, brought out the safety car. Uh, well, first there was a virtual safety car with Stoffel Van Dorm. No, it wasn't. It was um, Lance Stroll that got put into the. Yeah, Grass. Lance and um, Perez had a little bit of an incident and Racing decided incident. to break off a wheel off uh, off Lance's car. Poor Lance, that's two DNFs. Yeah, I know. He's not getting a, real, a lot of track time either. No, it must cost them a lot of money. <laughs> it's like mm. 70 million pounds or something for the year. So. Yeah. But, Plus so, simulator. do you think Ferrari made the right call? I mean, no. in hindsight, <laughs> you don't know. 
obviously, yeah, we know that now. <laughs> but I thought that was a trick question. I'm like, <laughs> do you think they made? Do you it? think they made the right call? No, I'm I don't like, think Is there they something did. I haven't read? <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely uh, not. Bad call. You would have stayed unlucky, out. Unlucky. You would have stayed out. Not knowing there was going to be a safety car. Look, I don't have the lap times in front of me. I think Saints was struggling still on the slicks. I didn't. I don't know what the evolution of the lap times was. I didn't have live timing on yesterday. I probably should have. I couldn't get the live. I haven't been able to get F1 live timing to work at all. But yeah, that is probably where you need to be watching. You needed to be watching how much the Saints was getting closer to the wet time. Mm. The big problem they had was they pulled Sebastian in. No one else came in with him. Mm. So I think he needed some of those cars in between him and Hamilton. Say Hamilton stay out, but some of the other ones to come in as well yeah. and move to slicks. And then he wouldn't have had been stuck. Well, he got stuck behind that train. Yeah. With slick tires, with wet offline, it, it just was not... Look, in hindsight, yes, it was not a good condition, a, a, a good decision, but it... It just might have paid off if it had worked. Um, if if it had dried a little bit more and the, the virtual safety car lasted a couple more laps and he was able to keep temperature, which he wasn't. There just so many things just went against him and yeah. it just that was it. That was his race was essentially. But when he did get past that pass on Ricardo, Oh, once his car lit up, and that's good driving by both of them, really. Oh, I, Martin Brundle touched on it and we were talking about it earlier DRS seems pretty much useless yeah which I'm not that upset with no but I would be passing, happy if they got rid of it the passing now is genuine like it is like proper passes again I still want to see a few more races like because we had bugger all in Australia oh I don't think it's I think we're going to see less passing I just think the passes we're going to see is like what Martin was saying they are genuine passes now. So passes we're not going to see as many. Yeah, we're not going to see as many passes, but the ones you see are going to be hard fought for. They're going to be risky. They're going to be ballsy, and they're going to really push the drivers to being aware of each other and stuff like that because they're going to be late-minute lunges and stuff mm. like that. It's, it is quite, it's looking quite good. I think if we can adapt these rules a little bit more next year and the year after, we could have some really good racing on our hands. What do you think about um, Mercedes saying to Hamilton, yeah, we can go to the end on these tyres are like lap 10? 10, yeah. Look, I, honestly, I don't know. Because I mean, they probably could have if everyone else stayed on it. And I think yeah. that was a good call by Red Bull to force everyone else's hand. I think the problem was um, they don't have the data. We haven't had enough running on these tyres and stuff like that. Mm. We probably Next year will be a lot better once we get... Uh, all the data from this year, and if they don't change the tires, because I know Pirelli have two different compounds for all of the compounds, so they got a different compound for the softs, hards, mediums, extra, super softs, yep. um, ultra softs, and all that. They have a different type of rubber for them, so they can quite quickly. They said it's all there if um, if FOM decide to they want to up. change it. And go back to what we had last year with the degradation, which yep. uh, could make the racing a bit more exciting. But it also will take away from the pushing. At the moment, I think we kind of need the good tires because it helps them with passing and stuff like yeah, that. Because yeah. they can well, overcommit. Like saying, you can light up your tires a couple of times and you're not going to kill them. Yeah, yeah. Where last year you, you you kind of went for one big lunge and that was it. 
mm. if you cook the tire on that big lunge that was it honestly that they couldn't fight again they just coast yeah where this year you can go for a big lunge and maybe overheat the tire a little bit but then uh and the tire will come back to them so i i don't know what the real answer there is maybe they could try it for a meeting and see what the racing does but um, they do have those two compounds and it would be interesting to see what it would be like with higher degradation. At the moment, that race was not that boring. It was a little bit boring in the middle, but yeah, pretty but much every F1 race is. You know, we get the a thing about in the middle. you got to forget it. you got to forget. you got to remember that the races definitely go through stages where it's the race of the first pit stop, who comes out in which position, and then you've got the last 10, 15 laps. When everyone, when all the strategies sort of bunch up together, I and agree, it didn't help that you had, you know, the rain affected, and we didn't get the different tire strategies, because you know, I mean, Red Soft Bull did a pretty good job running on the ultra softs the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I think they picked the faster tire, and it seemed to work for them because I think everyone was being ambitious and thinking they could make it to the end on a, a super soft, and um, which made me think a lot. Why did know. everyone go back in put put the softs? Like, why didn't uh, Vettel come in and put set of super softs on. Uh, some of the teams didn't oh, they bring didn't have much. a set. Yeah. yeah. So Ricardo was one of the only cars left with a with brand a new brand set of super softs. Yeah, yeah. I remember that now. As soon as I said it, I'm like, you dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I retract that statement. But still. But still, why didn't they? What? <laughs> why didn't they go steal You're a like, set? Shut, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> We've been going for a long time. It is. It is a long time. Um, we're, we apologize for the break in this transmission. <laughs> um, yes, it is. It, I think a lot of the team's hands were tied on tight strategy. Um, it will be interesting to see how they go later in the year and whether Pirelli or FOM decide they want to change it. Mm. I'm just having a look to see when the next race is. Uh, next weekend. Bahrain. Not next weekend. Yeah. Oh, it is. They're going to race over Easter. Yeah. Good. Finally gets us off this double episodes. That's why we're long this week. We have yeah, to be sorry. Bold. Sorry, everybody. We got... Um, we're triple. Now we're covering a bit more of the... Dunlop series Dunlops. as well, yeah. Because there was big crashes to talk about. Yeah. That will... Hamilton come home first in that race? He did. He, did. he drove a pretty good race. Did everything they he needed happy. to do. They both, like, even Vettel looked happy. I know. I'm kind of sick of Hamilton saying this is going to be his hardest championship to win, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you didn't win last year. Yeah, and that, no was, that must have been hide, super hard. Yeah, he was really butthurt last year. He had a lot behind failures, and I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that Mercedes wanted to give it to Nico. I think you're all crazy. Um, if you actually look at... A lot of these teams have a lot of members working in them. If you were trying to keep something like that secret, it wouldn't stay secret. Yeah. I that you can't tell mechanics to, to, to Nico. Yeah, you can't tell mechanics to make Lewis's car fail. Yeah, because then it was like it'll come out. You got yeah. a team of like, you know, two, three hundred people working on these cars. Oh, Mercedes even more, like six hundred mm. employees. Um that shit's not gonna stay silent. So wake up. <laughs> Failures happen. Nico had it the year before, and Lewis got it last year, and it's just one of those things. I think Nico did drove a bit better last year as well. So sorry, I just looked at the local time start for the um, like our local time start for the race. Mm. I mean, it's good that 
Qualifying in the V8s were on at the same time this this time. Hey, Monday's a public holiday, thank God. Oh, yeah, thank God. Easter. Yay, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Jesus rose again. Jesus, I will raise again after all that alcohol I'm going to drink this weekend. Um, <laughs> so we can watch 12.30 <laughs> Darwin time. So if you're in Darwin listening, it's 12.30 Monday morning. Mm. Sunday night, Monday morning. And if you're not, you can convert it to your local time. <laughs> From wherever it's 12.30 Darwin time. <laughs> Work it out. We have to work it out every other time. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, other than that, probably not too much more to talk about with the Formula 1. There's a lot of stuff happening. Nico, uh, Nico, I mean, uh, about B- Bautry. Bautry, yeah. <laughs> uh, his uh, engineer had a little bit of dramas with that over that the weekend. Was, yeah, Tony Ross had a Tony Ross hasn't worked with another driver. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of dramas with calling Bautry uh Nico? Yeah, but in, in Tony <laughs> Ross's defense, he had trouble calling Nico Nico sometimes too. He mixed it up. It's true. It's true. Yeah, that that was uh, that was another interesting thing from the race. So who's your pick for Bahrain? Bahrain. I'm going to go Vettel again. Vettel? Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think race Vettel. I think qualifying Hamilton. I just still think the Mercedes have it in qualifying. Like, I think Hamilton's I think car is... We've got two different types of cars, haven't we, really? We've got a race car and we've got a qualifying car. Yeah. We've got a car that if if Lewis can get off the line in front, yeah, he's he going to drive away with it. These Mercedes can't drive in traffic. Yeah, and I also think Sebastian's car... Oh, sorry, I shouldn't just say Sebastian. The Ferrari is quite a strong race car. Mm-hmm. It, it looks the after its tyres and everything. with Mitch yeah. last week was going, when... Sebastian was behind Mercedes in, or Hamilton in Australia. That car looked good. Yeah. It looked planted. It looked like it went where it needed to go. And Hamilton whinged and whinged and whinged when he was stuck in traffic. How long do you reckon till Red Bull are going to have some updates that are going to make a serious change Europe. in this car? Um, they were talking about they wanted them at China. Yeah, they and didn't now arrive. I Bahrain could be... Nah, they... They're not going to look like until Spain at least. When they get well, they home. said their big, their big, um, their big one will be Barcelona. That's Spain. Yeah. So, that's where they reckon they're going to have their greatest uh, uh, effect. They they want to be back up on pace by then. And I I'm think that's slightly inv- ambitious. I'm looking forward to the European rounds. I quite like the racing on Sunday night. It is. It's, it's nice. like 10 o'clock. It's, I, I don't racing. like the Canadian and um, Canadian American. ones are right because it always falls on Queen's birthday, three thirty in the morning. Canadian yeah, Grand Prix. Yeah, it's not great. Anyway, we are just just going well off tangent <laughs> here. This is a very anyway. This is a very Darwin show. You know about our news channels. You know about our weather. You know about our upcoming cyclone that's going to hit tomorrow. It's going to hit on Tuesday. You're going to listen to this on Thursday. So. It would have been done and dusted by then. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? We're still here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so don't forget to hit us up on Facebook. Yep. Uh, we're facebook.com forward slash breaking late. Head to our website, breakinglate.com. If you have any questions or if you want to email us to say, you guys just ramble on too much. Um, what's our email address, JD? Do you know it? Yeah, I can't remember it. <laughs> it's breakinglate at gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um yeah, thanks to everyone for listening, guys. You guys are awesome. We will be back next week. Next week. And then the week after. Yeah, Philip Island. <laughs>
Yep, probably the week after that, no doubt. Yep. <laughs> God, they've managed to line this up to just really make us work. Uh, April 30th. Yeah, we will be back. We're going to be doing week after week after week. So, to um, to the people that have written into us asking us for weekly episodes, you've got your wish. <laughs> yeah. We're on a weekly time schedule. Yeah. Thank you, FIA. <laughs> FIA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we're going to go. We otherwise, we leave you guys go. to maybe do whatever you guys need to do. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See Catch ya. you later. Bye.